to More Real, a podcast about real people for real people. I wanted to create a space where I share my true feelings and those of my guests about what it's like to live in today's world. The challenges we face and how we deal with them, or don't. What about all that stuff that's just not said but should be? You know, the conversations that we really want to have but don't. What do we really think and feel? What about our regrets, the dreams that we have and the stuff we should be doing but we don't? Each week, I'll be here talking to real people about real life. This is a very honest look at life and hopefully, by listening, it will help you to have a better understanding of yours. In today's episode, I'm talking to Omkara, an incredible young man who used to live in Peru and now lives in Melbourne. He has a passion for playing and watching soccer. We discussed how he sees life. He's an old soul with such a great perspective on life. He's had many challenges to deal with in his young life. Moving country, leaving his dad and not having a constant male influence in his life. I really hope you enjoy our conversation as much as we did. Welcome. Hi. First of all, tell me how old you are. I'm 12 years old. You are in year... Seven. And where do you go to school? Brighton Secondary College. How do you find the... How, what's school like for you? Well, I reckon it's pretty good school. Like, yeah. personally, I like it quite a lot. I feel like it's a very academic school. And, like, we're pressured to do quite a bit. And how does it compare to your primary school? Well, seeing as my primary school was a um, Steiner school... And now I'm moving into mainstream. We use a lot more devices. And, yeah, the homework is just, like, a bit extra, quite a bit extra. Do you struggle more with the fact that you've got more devices, more homework, or you just get on with it? Well, I don't reckon I struggle. Well, I do, but, like, it's more the part where I don't know how to use these devices as well as other kids do, seeing as I'm coming from Steiner and they're all mainstream. So what would you say then, what was good about Steiner? What did you enjoy about, not so much, tell me, okay, what did you enjoy about the way they taught you stuff in Steiner? Everything was like slower in steps and like everything was cut down. But here it's like they put it on the board they explain it to you for like a couple of minutes and then you're meant to do it. It's very straight on. What would you say... So you go to... How big is your school now? Do you know how many kids that go to your school now? I reckon there's like 1,700 something. Okay, so it's a big school. A very big school. Compared to... How does that compare to the Steiner school you went to? In the Steiner school I went to, there was only 436 kids. So there's a massive change. Which do you prefer? Personally, I reckon... I would prefer Brighton Secondary College. I feel like it's taught me quite a bit more and I feel like with a bit of time I can really get used to this pattern and like I'll be a pretty good student. Do you think school's a good thing for you or do you or not? Well, I reckon I I like school. It depends what part of school. So okay, go on, tell me what you mean by that. And so what do you mean what so what part of school? From studying and doing all each step, I wouldn't really like science. And why? Okay, so why wouldn't you like science? I feel like in in um Steiner, everything was done with like it was a lot easier to bring in information, put it actually onto a page, 
but in mainstream they expect everyone to know it already seeing as pretty much all the other children went to mainstream and when you say with Stana you could bring information in what do you mean by that we would research something on a computer dot it down on a piece of paper we would do it probably the same as that but it would be quite a lot easier because we would have teachers assistant teachers everyone there to help and everything like that so in the school you go to now <coughs> you don't have that there's, there's don't have that. you have to do more on your own yeah it's a lot more you are put in a school and you're you're they're expecting you to do all this stuff that for some people it's quite easy but for others they might find a bit challenging at start and so okay so you said it some people it's easy what about your so what about friends your mates at school you made friends at school yeah and what um, do you do the other kids do you talk about this stuff at school or not not really we usually just talk about like what sports we like and what's happened over the weekend do you just school put pressure on you do you feel like oh god i've got to do well or you don't feel like that i don't necessarily feel like that i feel like i should do well because you want to do well i or? want i want to do well and and is it that, so that comes from you you don't feel like from your mum or other friends or family or whatever people say to you oh you you know i'm crying you better do well uh, you just you no, just do because you want to do it i don't yourself. really get that much meant to do what like i'm meant to do and i'm good at what i am good at but there's some things in life that i'm not going to be that great at which i need to improve in so what would okay so give me so what do you think you're not good at that you want to improve on i reckon i need to improve quite a bit in science i really like i find that very challenging and do you think, do you ever think about using science as an example? Do you think, like, oh, I'm going to use this later in my life? Or you just accept that you're at school and this is what you have to do? Or what do you think I about that? I feel like, in my life, I feel like I won't use it. I won't use what we're learning. I'm a very sporty child. I play a lot of sports. And I feel like, from science, what are you going to use in sports? Or what are you going to use to become a doctor? Other than like, okay, doctor is a bit different. You would use quite a bit of science in being a doctor. If you're a sporty child and you want to do sports when you're older, you're not going to need science for that. Do you have any idea? You mentioned sports, you're into sports. What's, so tell me what sports you're into. I play soccer and I enjoy tennis, basketball and AFL. And what's your favourite sport? Soccer. And why? I find, like, I've played it for so long. It's much more of a tactical game. Because, like, in AFL, you grab the ball, you run, you bounce it a couple of times, you grab each other, you throw each other to the ground. Soccer, you can run with the ball, you can pass. In footy, you can pass, but you don't really need skills. Basketball is pretty fun. I like basketball. I prefer soccer to basketball a lot because I'm pretty my my sister she she said to me when I was younger you 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 usually like things you're good at and I like basketball but I'm not that good at it and I'm pretty good at soccer and I prefer it a lot more and do you have any idea of what you want to do when you're older I want to be 
either a soccer player, an actor, a cop, a detective. Why do you want to be any one of those three things? Well, I feel like being a detective, you can really sort of like help others. Like there's doctors, they help people to like recover from injuries. But policemen or detectives more on the field. Like they use, if someone's in need of help and they're like, someone's doing something bad or threatening someone or being obstructive to their space that's when like policemen or detectives can come in and actually help that person and maybe like potentially save their lives so saving so helping people is important to you yes i feel like that's very important and so tell me give me an example do you like with your friends do you help how do you help your friends i if someone's ever being rude to one of my friends like i'll stick up for them and i'll just be by their side like at every moment mm, that's very good and so tell me where do you think you got that from because that's not something that every I mean okay so compared to your friends would you be unusual in that you would uh, support your friends or well, do all your friends do that if I reckon if there's like a really big guy and I was getting like hurt or like being bullied by this big guy probably most of my friends would just tell him to stop most of my friends probably would be scared and has that ever happened to you so far? I mean, you've only been there a short time. No. So not... I've only been in one situation, which was in primary school. There was, like, this school bully called Tyler. Well, I really just, like, stuck up for myself and, like, told him to stop. And then he got in trouble in the end. I feel like when I came out of that situation, I feel like I did the right thing. And that's, you did, I agree with you completely. Standing up for yourself is really important. It's a life lesson. Where, where did uh, where, did you learn that from anybody like a you know, your mum or some other relative or you seen it before? or what made you think oh, I'm going to stand up for myself? Well, I feel like I've been brought up in a background that is pretty cool. Like my mum, she's pretty smart, she's pretty cool. But then like I've so many other family members, my uncles. I reckon the main person who I got this from. Or like showed me what to do was my grandpa. Yeah. And did he tell you that or did you observe stuff I, where you saw him doing that? I observed that? he was in many fundraisers. He helped a lot of people. He just, he was a really good role model. So you just, so it was more you watched what he did? You learnt stuff rather than you asked him to talk to you about what he did? I learnt a lot from him. He taught me mostly like my mum teaching me and my uncles teaching me what's good and what's bad what's okay for people to do like if you score a goal someone patting you in the shoulder not like pushing you on the ground and saying oh I should have scored that you didn't deserve it I, I feel like my family has really been a good example for me mm -hmm. to like stand my own ground what kind of man do you want to be I want to be one of those men who like if I ever have children, I want my children to observe not just themselves but people around them. Maybe if they want chocolate and then they're like, Mum, give me chocolate, I really want chocolate, I need chocolate when they're younger. They need to see maybe someone on the street who can't afford that or who doesn't have a home or who doesn't have family to love and nurture them and teach them like I would to my children. And I, I want them to like, know 
you are very important. We, everyone will love you. But some people who don't have any love might need that a bit more than you. What do you um, worry about? I worry about when, like, decisions. During high school and me becoming a teenager, there'll be a lot of big decisions that I'll have to make. Some that will terrify me and some that I'll be glad for. And do you have any sense now of what those things are? Like what you, what you said that some things will terrify me. Do you have any idea now of what you're worried about? Well, main thing probably is drugs. I know I will never, ever take drugs. And I know it's so bad. Decisions of when my friends, maybe in the future, say yes to a drug like what do I need to do like step away or say like no thank you for him or like what should I do and do you do you ever talk about that at school drugs no but I know there are quite a bit of children at Brighton Secondary College and many other places that do take drugs and tell me how to you you my boys would say the same thing they know that they're older but tell me, how do you know that? Because someone said to you, oh, by the way, Ankara, you know that that guy over there takes drugs or they taking drugs. Or well, what's the thing that makes you think that? Seeing as I used to have a next door neighbour and he was a drug addict and his dad was a drug addict too, but his dad didn't live with them. I feel like I've been brought up to experience some bad things that he has made and done and like cops coming over on a regular basis. It's just like a bit hectic. Seeing what I have, I knew drugs were bad. Seeing what you do with drugs, life just so much worse. I think that's absolutely very, very true. Do you think, can you imagine your mates coming to you saying, yeah, you know what, I'm thinking of taking, and you said before, you just, what would you... What would you say to them, what you just said to me? or I'm all right, thanks. Or probably... Oh, well, no, what I meant was what would you, how would you tell them if they were thinking about it and they were saying, oh, you know, I'm thinking of taking it. What, would you, what advice would you give them? What possible... What, what's, what, what are you going to achieve from this? You, you in arguments with your parents and your family, you living on the street when you're older, you doing all these bad decisions, you going to jail, you going to juvie, you going to therapy, you fighting your parents, you getting bad fights. All of these bad choices you have made because this one time when you were in high school and you decided to do this stupid thing. Very good advice. So what do you think the school could do? So you've got a very good answer and I get what you're saying, and I understand why you've said about using drugs as something which you tell your friends, mates, don't do this. In Brighton Secondary, I know it is not okay to do any, anything of the sort. What do you think would be better to learn at school? Probably, like, I, I would love high school quite a lot more. If they actually taught us how, not how to live life, High school is mainly about learning maths, for example, algebra, and learning English, like spelling really long words, being really intelligent. But then we are, we as humans, we grow up to be pretty smart people, but some of us don't. 
And you, they're usually the people who don't listen in class or don't and make good decisions. They sometimes, like, end up who knows where. But I feel like if we could learn something, I wish we could learn about how to live life. Not like someone telling us what you need to do, what your job should be, what everything is, but how a process of what risks could happen. Because some children are brought up and they experience some such bad things that they had no idea even could happen. You've got friends at school? Yes. How easy How easy do you find it to make friends? Quite easy because I have one, like quite a bit of types of friends and I feel like it's quite easy to just blend in because I have like my main personality which I am with family and close friends and all of that but I feel like my personality is my personality and someone else's personality is someone else's personality. And I feel like the easiest way for me to make friends is to actually act like myself. Because if I act like someone else, then my friends are just people who are like my other people, my other friends. So they should be really good friends. But when I act like myself, I can find people who really like me, and that's how you make really strong connections. And have you seen in primary school and in secondary school kids who aren't good at making friends? Yes. And what do you think about that? Like, do you do you do you help those kids, or do you you know what what's your? Well, usually there's not much you can do, seeing as like one friendship could really mean so much. But one friendship could also not mean anything. Like, if... And what would interrupt you? What would a friendship... When you said a friendship could mean so much, how would a friendship mean so much to you? Like, if I found someone really, really good friend, like, I have quite a good friend at my high school, and I had... If I had found someone who was, like, family-worthy, who I would probably call, like, my brother... I would trust them with my life. All of this, I would call them as a friend. How do you find it with with um, being with girls, being around girls? I find I I did not want to go to an only boys school. Yep. It's educating you on new things, and not everyone is the same. We have our own parts and they have their own parts and I have brown hair my one of my good friends has blonde hair some people just have orange hair and like everyone should be treated the same that because who cares if one thing of their body is different to someone else's they are still human and they should be treated the same as everyone else Absolutely right. And have you ever had a girlfriend? Yes, I have. What was that like to be with a girl? Well, how old were you? I was pro. I was twelve. Yep. Well, I was eleven, like eleven turning twelve. I liked it. It was just like a friend, but someone I could really trust and someone who I could go to. 
And did, did you were you did you behave differently with her than you did with your um, your male friends? Yes. Okay. And tell me how. I would. I would with my friends. We would like. We would have much different conversations with my friends. We would just joke around and be silly, but it, with my girlfriend, oh, with my old girlfriends, um, girlfriend, we would have like a bit more serious conversations. How like life is treating us, how we've been, and all that. So, did you show a different side of yourself to her than you would do to your friends? Yes. Other friends. Probably because like it's like. A friend, like my mum, is good friends with Nemi. But then it's like a bit extra because they're like someone really special to you, someone who you really like, someone who you can go to, someone who you can talk to no matter what situation and someone who's just really easy to communicate with. That's one person I would really like to be with. And so was the was your so what happened with the girlfriend? It ended. It did end in the end. And were you upset with that, or just happens? Well, we were like, we were on a bit of a rocky road. We were like, like, we had a lot of breaks from each other. She went to my primary school. I. And then in the end, um, actually, we dated a couple of times, and in the end, I'm pretty. I I ended it. I feel like we were going into high school. There'd be so much more to explore, so much more to learn. I feel like I just needed a fresh start from everything and everyone. And how was she? Was she okay when you told her? At first, she wasn't. She was a bit upset. But after a while, we just kept on chatting and we were good friends. That's good. Very good. Because I feel like if you have a girlfriend and you you, you feel like your connection with them is just so good and, like, you're so happy, you should at least stay friends. You shouldn't just completely dump them and then just leave them. Yeah, I agree with you. That's good. That's important. So who would you... You mentioned what the difference between having a girlfriend compared to having other friends and what you say to them and, and how you act with them. Who do you go to when you need to, to talk to someone about stuff? There's a couple of people. Yep. My first resort would probably be either two of one of my very close friends, a kid in my, um, not in my class, he's coming over soon from Brisbane. His name's Jack. I feel like seeing as he's older, he's dealt with all this stuff. I've known him since I was pretty much born. I know what his favourite food is. I know everything, not everything about him, just so much about him. I, I find it so easy to tell him. And then my second one would be Arky. Arky, yeah. Uh, we just chat. It's really nice to chat with him. He's really open and he can really understand what's going on and like he doesn't just take it as a joke and muck around he, he can be really funny and like extremely funny and like really easy to talk to and then my third option which i do go to a lot more than these two people 
because I live with her. She's my mum. I talk to her a lot about quite a lot of things. What is it about her that you find easy to talk to? You go to her for quite a lot of things. Well, I was born from her because of her. And I feel like with a mum, the difference between a mum and a dad, a, a dad can be really fun. That's the person who you'd run around with, play sports, do all these really active things. A mum would do that too. But like a mum has like an extra sense. After you have a child, I feel like a mum knows if something's wrong. A mum knows if you're sad. Because I, w- I would sometimes just put a straight face on, look like I'm normal, like probably tired. And then she'd be like, why are you so upset? And like, I wouldn't show it at all. She would just know. And that's probably from time. Time to get to know me, time to learn about me, and time to like experience my moods and emotions. So do you miss not having a dad? No, not at all. I feel like I did at start, but I feel like I have learnt how to live my life with just my mum. And I am fine if another man comes in, but I would want him to be funky and nice and really respectful to me and my mum. Yeah, that's important. Because you've been together, the two of you, for a long time. So, yeah, Yeah. that's absolutely right. Mainly I don't miss my dad probably because of time again. I just don't really... Everyone asks and I completely understand. Like my cousins, my little cousins sometimes say, where's your dad? And like they're still really young. And I feel like I should tell them because they're still learning and educating themselves and their friends and all that they should they should know just because I had to go through this when I was probably like three or four they're curious young children what can you do about it Hmm. and does it bother you when you have to tell people oh if anyone asks you oh where's your dad have you got a dad or not no not really yeah so you told me before about you know how important your grandpa was to you and your uncles and your mum what other role models do you have, people that you look up to that aren't your family? Might be on TV, might be a sport, might be whatever. And, and tell me who they are, if you've got them, and why they are a role model to you. What makes them important to you? I have a lot. My first person who I look up to, I've never met this person, I wish, Lionel Messi. Because like he's just such an inspiration, seeing as he had growing difficulties, he had... I think a disability where he couldn't grow and then he loved soccer but just because of his height no team would allow him to join and then he just rubbed it in all those other teams faces these days and probably my second one I, I would look up to Michelle Obama and Barack Obama probably because running a country that some people are so full of hate and disgust and seeing as they are black and how much hate there is in that country, I feel like they really showed America what could happen if we were better and what could happen when, like, 
I read this book recently. I haven't read it. It was an audio. It was about Michelle Obama and like her life and how she met Barack and how they were like, I'm pretty sure it was lawyers. And it was just so fascinating reading about their difficulties, how they got treated, about their skin colour and how other people felt about them as black prime minister and a black wife how what they had to go through and I feel like they didn't deserve to go through that they did not deserve at all to go through that but they really showed a lot of courage empathy and love to America I agree with you anyone else or that would be I think there's another soccer player named Kylian Mbappe. He plays for PSG in yeah. France. I feel like I... He is such a young player and he has so much to hold in his hands, seeing as he is a left-wing, a right-wing and a striker for PSG in France. He has so much weight on his shoulders. It's like when you're going to the gym and you have, for example... 18 kilo weights on your back. Every push-up, you're adding a kilo. It's like it keeps on adding up. The fans are expecting them to do more. They're listening to the fans. They want to. They want to improve as a player and improve as a person. They also want to improve as a role model to younger and older people. They want to teach and show people how this amazing sport is played and how this amazing sport should be played and they just he's just such a good role model i I really he's he's my favorite soccer player in the world what do you think would make you a better person what do you wish you could do that you can't do that's a hard question i don't really know but like if if I could improve on something, I'd probably improve on my a little bit on my honesty, probably, because like I I reckon I'm a pretty good kid, and like I reckon I'm pretty good at soccer and I'm pretty good at sports, but I feel like I can be very cheeky and I do get in trouble in class, not a lot but quite a bit. I if I could really improve something, it would probably be me getting distracted. And my honesty. In class, I always get distracted. Distraction is just something that I can't. It's so annoying. Other people distract you or you just get bored? I get bored and distracted. Like, if we were in class, we have glass doors and glass windows. A car would drive fast. I would just look at the window and just stare out the window and just get carried away in staring and get lost in my thoughts. And then all of a sudden, class is done. Sometimes, with my honesty, I would sneak something. And then my mum would be like, did you touch this? And I'd be like, no. But then I did. But that's pretty common. I mean, I used to do the same thing. It's good that you're saying it. I think that's great. People, lots of kids, almost all kids would do exactly what you just said. Not always honest. Okay. That's good. Thank you very much for your time. No worries. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to More Real, 
I truly hope you've enjoyed the experience and that you will continue to be here to explore real life with me. If you have, please tell anyone you know about More Real. I love creating a space for real conversations. So if you know anyone who would want to be on this podcast, please email me at morereal1, one is spelt O-N-E, at gmail.com. Once again, morereal1 at gmail.com. I'm very grateful as always for your support.